0: The, oh god zooks
1: <laughs> I, I, <just> jumped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I killed him I successfully killed him I poisoned his session beers you see I we played the deer the beer hunter I poisoned one of the twelve and I knew uh, sooner or later
1: <laughs> foam came foam came into my mouth. I apologize for nothing.
0: Who's foam? Is he another villain? Foam?
1: (laughs) Apparently he's deadly.
0: (laughs) He came into your Uh, mouth, did he? He did. What kind of relationship (laughs) do you have with him, Batman? (laughs) Now I'm
1: jealous. (laughs) You're still my my favorite.
0: I I want to come in your mouth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet.
2: Bienvenidos a Empacadores Sin Fronteras Dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay
3: Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life. Dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go!
2: Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte.
3: (laughs) This is going to be a good one. Hit it,
2: Maestro. Okay, This one's going to be good.
3: I'm watching... Oh, Romeo Dobbs is winning Offensive Rookie of the Year, and there's there's a route here where he runs, and he he beats Stokes. And I said, smooth, I said, I said, okay, this is the first thing I said about this, okay? I watched the route, and I said, he's got a great first step. He caught Stokes just a little bit flat-footed before he was going to take off. He gained the over-the-top and hit fourth gear, okay? So mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do in that designated – practice where everyone is running go routes and you're supposed to work on the over the push hold. so what is the db gonna do okay the db knows the route stokes is way faster than dobbs we're talking ferrari versus bicycle okay now this bicycle dobbs is fast but he is not stokes fast so don't give me none of that oh well what he did was nope 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 stop stop Okay. Oh, great Jennings. No, we're not talking about running zone or feeding off using another guy as this. This is a one-on-one drill. If you watch Stokes lined up flat-footed already, he wasn't on the balls of his feet. He was flat-footed and he was right up playing press on Dobbs. Okay. He never hit third gear. He just ran stride for stride with Dobbs. Dobbs made the catch. Was it a nice catch? It was a very nice catch. Absolutely, it was. Did it look like a good route for Dobbs? Absolutely. Looked like a fantastic route for Dobbs, especially for that practice, especially for that drill. But do not. Do not. That's like when Stokes fucking batted away a few passes from Devonta Adams and people were going, Stokes is better than Jaya. Easy, easy, easy. When I know as a DB, this is a five-yard in route, If I want to, I could jump it, take it back to the house. But I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to line up and give the wide receiver some resistance. Easy does it, people. Easy does it. So then this guy says, oh, he was super smooth against Stokes. And I said, well, now, remember, he's smooth in camp on Stokes. Stokes is faster than him. Stokes never left third gear. But Dobbs still, nice route from Dobbs. Great first step. Looks really good fantastic Mm -hmm. i've been calling dobbs don't forget i've been calling dobbs for months now since
2: 1976 i've been
3: 1776 i was like i want a clear division between church and state and dobbs that's what i said ask carla she'll back me up so and then this nicholas guy okay Uh oh this nicholas guy says part of winning deep is knowing how the D is playing. Corner has to flip hips and turn Dobbs as well that even a 425 guy like Stokes can't make space. Greg Jennings did it extremely well on fast corners too. amazing route. Tell me you've never been in any practice of any sport ever in your life without telling me you've never been in a practice in a sport and every. Come on, man, We've all done the drills. We have all done the drills, where you stand there and one side is really not working technique, where the other side is working technique, and you you're just the man on the ground. That's it, right? Stokes isn't there. To press this guy until he fucking can't get up off the ground and then hit it into fourth gear and pick that ball and go running away. That's not what he's there for in this drill, in this drill. He's to work a little bit on positioning, get the first step, get it in your head. I'm moving with this guy. That's what he's supposed to do in this drill. That's it. That's it. That's all he's supposed to do.
2: And you you know, I never thought about what you just said. You just said something interesting, man. I never thought about this because the defense knows the play. They know what's going to be run. They know exactly where they're going to throw the ball.
3: So what do they do? They let the ball get caught, and then they tap the guy up. They do this, and and even if, even if, when you're running defense, when you're running defense uh, uh, against, when you're running O versus D, and the D is there, and you're just supposed to, like, you just pick a defense. Let's say you run uh, – um, uh, whiskey Cobra uh, with uh double cloud silver, right? So wh- whiskey Cobra, double cloud silver. All I'm looking at here is, is that I'm going to be sending four. I'm going to be sending the will linebacker and then the Sam and the will and the Mac linebackers are going to, Drop back into cl- clouds, okay. Which are going to be uh, zones in between the five and the eight yard line in the uh, in the halves outside the hash marks, okay. Mm-hmm. A double a double silver is. Uh, uh, well, this is when I played, man. I'm giving you some of the background. Maybe I shouldn't. Do, no. So a double silver is both safeties now are playing the middle but deep. Mm-hmm. They're
2: not playing the outside. So you're forcing the ball to the outside.
3: Yeah. I'm forcing the ball to the outside corners. If no wide receiver goes there, it's all ours, right? But don't, don't remember, too, because when they're in zone, if you're out there way out on an island 15, 18, 20 yards deep, and, and you see a wide receiver, there's only one guy comes near your zone, you trail off, you follow him, you get a little out of your zone because there's nobody else around.
2: Now, is that a drill to practice back shoulder fades, which is Aaron Rodgers' specialty to get that timing down when Durer. you're trying to play that type of defense?
3: Durer. And you can watch Dobbs. Dobbs is almost counting the steps in his head. One, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, four, 1,000. Then he turns and looks, and there's the ball. He is not doing your prototypical run, 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 look for half an hour behind you waiting for the ball. He is. This is a timed route drill, period. Stokes knows the drill route. Dobbs knows the drill route. Love knows the drill route. The fucking wide receiver coach standing where the ball is being caught—that's your clue right there. The bloody wide receiver coach is standing exactly where the ball is thrown to. What the? F- what do you think the drill is?
2: Wait, I'll say it for what you. you. What the, the fuck? Is? Why didn't you say fuck? Was this an audible episode?
3: This, well, I was gonna be, but fuck. Seriously, get your fucking heads out of your ass. They're running fucking drills here, man. You and I can go out there and catch passes on them because the whole idea isn't the DB swats the ball down. If I plays, play a boom, shakalaka. No, the whole idea is, is you sit in his back pocket. You let him catch the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you do. It's just like in practice when you're a defensive end or you're a linebacker and you're blitzing the quarterback, you don't hit the quarterback. It's practice. You just go sack as you go running by, right? Right. That's what you do. So come on, guys. Come on. Do not jump off the Stokes train. If you're gonna jump off the Stokes train, get the fuck out of here. And here's another one for you, too. These guys that are trashing Cobb, y- y'all need to shut the fuck up. I'm serious. I'm gonna start knocking on people's doors soon. This is ridiculous. You do I not trash that guy. Period. That guy is making probably about a tenth of what he could be making somewhere else. Look at the wide receiver groups, what they're getting paid. They're paying these guys. Hundreds of millions of dollars. They haven't done shit yet. Okay? They're paying these guys hundreds of millions of dollars. Cobb could easily go somewhere else and get $10 million this year. He's not making $10 million this year. He's making goddamn valet parking money. That's what he's getting this year. He's out there coaching up our wide receivers, and he's going to go out there, and he's going to give us 110 fucking percent. You can guarantee Cobb's going to be playing slot. He's going to get fucked up in the middle a whole bunch of times. We're going to watch him take these shots and get right back up Donald Driver style, Right? You're trash talking him. You you know what? You trash talking. Make the team. Make the team. I want to hear other NFL wide receivers saying Randall Cobb is trash. That's what I want to hear. You don't hear that. You know who you hear it from? Is these goddamn quote unquote writers for football. And they go, oh, well, he's trash because we haven't seen him in seven seconds. Shut the fuck up. Go back downstairs. Wait for your mom to bring you more hot pockets. This is fucking ridiculous. You need to just shut the hell up because you do not know your place.
2: Here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. Who is the only player who came back from a major injury last year, core muscle, to finish the season?
3: Right? Right? Where did he go? He didn't he didn't run and hide like Zadarius. He was in the building the next freaking day. The next day, man. Done. Ridiculous. I can't hear this. I can't hear this trash. These people that are making these things, they, oh, uh, uh, no, no offense, buddy, but uh, I study this for a living. You've never made a team in your life. I freaking guarantee it. The only thing you ever made was the debate team or the masturbate team. That's all you ever did. You got in a big circle jerk in college. That's all you ever did. If you even went to college, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Shush, shush, shush. Just shush. You're, you're just outing yourself as a massive dumb fuck. You do not know What you speak of, you do not. You one time played Madden and suddenly you're some guy who knows everything about everything because one time you said they should have passed when they should have passed and and they didn't listen to you and and the game, shush, shush. shush.
2: And hence why Bruce is staying off of social media and not interacting with these fucking yahoos. Like, I'm going to tweet. I'm going to do my stuff. I'm just not going to interact with the bullshit, man. I want to enjoy it because it's Frustrating because it is so plainly fucking obvious to every fucking person who has half-assed fucking brains that what you're fucking saying is stupid, and I'm done arguing with stupid people. And that's I'm so glad that you are taking the reins on this one, buddy. I can't stand that shit. That's exactly what I'm trying you know to avoid you,
3: know yeah. you know what that is? That's a can of whoop ass. That's what that is. Do not do not there will be no randall cobb slander around me period period that man is a bloody saint okay we sat there before and we were going oh you know randall cobb and then you take a look at what he wants and when you speak to him and the way that he felt he felt like, the reason why we didn't win another championship, it was it was because of some bad mojo or, or karma that he had. He felt it was his problem, that he had done it. That guy played his ass off for us. He made spectacular play after speaking. It's Randall Cobb, not Cobb again. He's the bear killer. His very first game in the NFL, he returns a punt and a kickoff for a touchdown. This is a star, and his name will be up on the ring, and your name, and you know who I'm talking about, Mr. Pink Shirt, your name is never going to be up on that ring. Your name isn't going to be on a wall. Your name, the only thing that your name is going to be on is a small plaque on the ground, just like the rest of us.
2: Because you paid for the brick.
3: No, I mean his his bloody tombstone.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fucking dummy. Do not, do not, listen there's a lot of podcasts out there and there's a lot of them that you know what I like. I like pack daddy. I like listening to them. You know what the Acme army guys, they've got some stuff to say that I agree with an awful lot, right? Matt Ramage every now and then is, is got some really interesting guests on and I I like kind of his vibe and his feed, right? He's always go pack go. And you have to be positive. Listen, we we've talked about players that we don't like and we do like, but we have never trashed a current player. Have I trashed the on Watson? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna trash him until he's out of the bloody league. I'm gonna trash the Cleveland Browns until they're out of the bloody league. Six games for what he did? Embarrassing. Embarrassing. This is a game that I support. This is a game that I do a podcast about. A game I spend money on. A game I've been watching since the birth of bloody time for me. A game that my grandfather passed on to my father that and, and you're gonna spoil it like that? I'm gonna trash talk you. And that's that. And I'm not going to trash talk you about the way you play or anything like that, because honestly, I thought that if maybe he had a couple of different weapons in a different system there in Houston, he would have been a hell of a player. But hell's no. 24? Hell's no. And then you have the Browns pay for it all? Shut up. I'm not even going to talk about that guy anymore. Let me go back to yelling about Randall Cobb.
2: I got. You you do not. I got. Hey, the NFL. You know what? The NFL blocked me on Instagram. (laughs) Did they? Yeah. (laughs) So it's all good. All right, i got a question for you a serious question because i agree with you 100 and i'm so glad that you're here to handle this stuff and i've already pounded two beers and we're 19 minutes
3: <laughs> i'm sorry and you know what good if you're if you listen to another podcast out there and that guy and that guy is sitting there and he's trash talking a current player and i don't mean saying something like you know what i think maybe we could do a little better I think maybe we need to fill this spot or maybe this, we talked about Savage. Savage has got to step up this year. I'm not talking about constructive criticism here, folks. I'm talking about trash talk. And you know the difference. If you hear a guy that's trash talking, you DM me. You DM me and I will take care of that personally. You do not trash talk a person who has been honing his craft since before you were scratching your daddy's pants, who's been working every single day of his life towards one goal – is giving his all, his body is everything. These guys aren't going to walk properly later. These guys are going to have major health issues later. These guys could have gross concussion syndrome, nightmares, forgetful. I have long, long blank spots in my memory. Mm -hmm. I have, I have, I have weeks, months. I have holidays. I, people I dated. I have, I can't remember. I can't Mm -hmm. remember. There's a lot of, I still see a neurologist because every now and then it gets worse. It flares up, it comes back. It goes it goes away. I had the nightmares and I did not even reach that level. I could only imagine what these poor guys are going through. And for you to sit on your fucking high horse in your mother's basement, working off, working off the couple of bucks that you get here without really having a real experience in the world or probably ever seeing, you know, a naked woman without having to pay for it on YouTube or porn up, whatever it is, and without having any life experience to talk like that, you are in dire need of an ass kicking
2: period. Yeah, you know, I think that's the biggest difference, Matt, between you, me and a lot of other podcasts because I didn't play football because I was always told I was too small to play football. So I played rugby, but I struggle with TBI, man. I had to get tested. I have memory lapses. I have issues now. Now multiply that times your entire life and guys that are 260 pounds constantly hitting you. So there has to be some respect, regardless of who they are, um, especially when they're they're putting it on the line for the team. I've got a question for you, man. Okay. Because we, okay. And I'm glad you talked about Cobby, um and Dobbs, because the first part of this episode, I want to kind of break down um, the wide receivers um, for this reason. The reason. And before, before we get into this.
3: Yeah. Can I, can I just say one quick thing?
2: Yeah, well, one more rant.
3: It's not a rant. Okay, yeah. I just sold the pop-up trailer.
2: Baby, boom.
3: Yeah, got full asking price. Boom biscuit. Yeah, I don't price stuff to not move. Bing pot. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say bingo and jackpot, but I got so excited, so I just said bing pot. (laughs) Congratulations, man. (laughs) I appreciate that. Thank you. That's going to go towards an awful lot of drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Yes!
2: <laughs> Perfect. All right. Okay, so hang on this one entire, second. Just, yeah.
3: Just give pause for one second. Oh, bloody. I, buddy. We have one guy just come and watch me set it up, take it down, set it up, take it down, take these people, everybody asking, is this still available? People offering, I, I was asking 3,200 bucks. The next year up, mine's a 2002, a 2003 is being sold for six grand. Mine's in immaculate shape. We we just used it. I really took care of it. I baby wiped it. You got sex in it. A couple of times. Okay. <laughs> I hope they don't listen. <laughs> but 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 I will tell you this, mostly the kids were in there, so that was never happening. It's a pop-up trailer. Like if you roll over the whole thing, shakes, right? We're so playing a no, Yeah, right? Like a cello. I don't know.
2: All right. Here's the question.
3: Okay, do it.
2: Of this entire wide receiver core, who is the one guy who can legitimately have, not that they're going to be the number one future this season in a vacuum one year, who has the biggest shot at actually putting up wide receiver one numbers?
3: Ooh, that's a good one. Because you know what? I, I have confidence in Lazar for six games. And then Cobb, like, I I, I think I think you kind of hit it on the head that we're going to have four or five, maybe even six guys that have, like, 50 catches apiece. Mm-hmm. But I th- think uh, – see, okay, if Dobbs stays on this trend, it'll be Dobbs. Okay. It'll be Dobbs. And, wh- and where does he play primarily? Dobbs? Mm-hmm. Well, he plays on the outside. Seen him play the slot. Mm -hmm. I mean, Dobbs can play a little bit of everything. He's got enough over-the-top speed that he could play the outside. Now, could he line up against Jalen Ramsey? No. No, he doesn't have that kind of speed. Mm -hmm. But could he line up against, say, anything the Bears, Lions, or Vikings have? Yes. Yes, he could.
2: (laughs) So let's narrow it down. What position on the field is that number one wide receiver going to come from? What uh, yeah, what position is that player going to play the most that has the greatest shot to be the number one wide receiver on the Packers?
3: Well, it's going to be Aaron Jones, I think.
2: Okay. The slot, right?
3: Well, Aaron plays a little outside, right? He plays mm-hmm. a little outside, a little slot. He plays all over. I think the, the guy with the most amount of receptions this year will be Aaron Jones. I think number two, number three, number four, number five, and probably number six will all be separated by you know, a handful of catches each. I mean, you know, Watson has not shown us anything yet. I'm chomping at the bit here. I'm watching him jump around and have fun. What's the deal? Why isn't he playing? What's going on? I don't know. I don't think it's Lazar. I think Dobbs. Okay.
2: I'm going to make a case for Lazard. Okay. Okay. There's a ceiling component to this. Not that I'm a. Not that I'm stamp of approval. I think he's going to be the one, because I'm still going to stick to my guns, that they're going to spread the ball around quite a bit. And I think that Aaron Jones is more than likely going to have the most catches on the team. I still believe that he's going to have 97 targets, about 78 catches, and then these other guys will compete, but Aaron Jones is going to be up there. He was the number two last year, but but for Lazard, Matt LaFleur came from the Shanahan and McVay tree, correct? Yes. Okay. Shannon Han, Shannon Han, Shannon Han. I can't even say it because I'm already three and a half years in and we're 27 minutes into the pod. Uh, likes big bodied receivers that like to block. Yep. What do we, what have we been drafting since Lafleur has been in?
3: Big bodied receivers that like to block in the Le- third round.
2: <laughs> well, fuck man. No. Thank, thankfully Dobbs is a fourth rounder. Thanks. Thank God Dobbs is a see, fourth uh, rounder. Uh,
3: Patrick out of uh, uh the Broncos tore his ACL
2: wide dude, receiver. Dude, guys are falling like flies, which is why I love how we we practice at 10. It's an hour and 38 minutes, and then they jog and then they hang out, and then they take a day off, and they just take it easy because there's nothing to gain other than just chemistry on the team. And time. And, and you know what? You don't have to worry about Dobbs and Stokes. They're both on the team. All right. McVeigh.
3: Yeah. McVeigh
2: plays a lot of slot. He is a slot man. plays so with you
3: sluts. plays oh, with
2: sluts. It. Yeah. When yeah. you look at Matt LaFleur's offense, it is obviously a combination. He's been, he has his own Slutty. offense, but he likes the slut and he likes big bodies.
0: Yeah. Ooh, I like
2: big bodies and I cannot lie. These other brothers can't deny. <laughs> we play 12 personnel 30% of the time. That's a Shanahan yeah. Yeah. offense. McVeigh, 30% of the time, pony package, which yeah. is what I've been fucking calling for. This is all kind of lining up. I was, it was kind of crazy. It's kind of cool. So this is talking about Alan Lazard being 80% of Cooper Cup. Last
3: you year. think... You think he's going to do 80% of Cooper Cup? So what Ceiling, that like? ceiling. Oh, oh, all right, all right. Okay. All right. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, now, and no. I'm going to, no, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to put some oh, stats I'm, I'm behind. Holding. I'm going to put, I'm going to put <laughs> some stats behind. I'm going to put some stats behind this for you. I'm going to put some <laughs> stats behind you. And I'm probably not going to convince you, but I convinced myself. All right. So out of the slot, eight, 84% of the targets that alan lazard received over his career have been out of the slot the only other player to receive more percentage of snaps (laughs) out of the sluts is cooper cup at 87 percent. so there is there's a correlation between the way and the position where they play and how they play within the offense and devontae Adams is gone
3: well, and remember Devontae would play the slot too, right? A number one wide right receiver can play all over the place. Right. But the number one wide right receiver in my book has to be able to go on the outside, line up against Jalen Ramsey, and beat him deep.
2: So the only two players in the league with the 65% catch percentage from the slot with at least 80% of targets are Cooper Cup and
3: Devontae Adams.
2: Alan Lazard.
3: Oh, a cherry picked stat. Okay, show me a cherry. I did, of course. I'm
2: going to to keep picking on this. (laughs) So if we assume that Al Lazard, there's a 20% bump that we're going to take on. Like when I'm standing guys out, I'm taking a 20% bump up in reception. So I'm spreading it around amongst five players, 100% of targets that Devontae Adams is vanquishing. I'm taking with the majority of that with five wide receivers. And obviously there's going to be guys that get theirs, but I'm spreading that out. So at a maximum, he's going to have 121 targets. Alan Lazard. Okay. If he does that and averages his 12 yards per catch, which is what he averages out of the slot, he will have 100 catches for, 1,200 yards, and eight touchdowns. If he plays every game. If he plays every game. But what I'm saying, this is his ceiling. Has, I'm he, saying,
3: has he played every game in a season yet?
2: Has he played as many games as Devontae Adams has the last two seasons?
3: Uh, that's not what I asked. Exactly. What I asked was, has he played every game
2: in a season yet? No, he hasn't. But what I'm saying... Is oh, I get
3: what you're saying. Ceiling, you're, co- you're comparing an apple to a banana. I get it. No, I'm not. And you're I'm saying not
2: comparing have, an and, apple to a banana.
3: And you're saying, and you're saying they both have skin on the outside, and you eat Bro. the inside. I get it. I get it. And I'm with you. I'm with you. No, you're not. My problem That's is. Good. My problem is. I don't think he makes it more than six games.
2: You don't think that Lazard is going to play more than six games this season? I do. I don't. I He'll just don't. Play, I think it's probably going to be fourteen games. I
3: don't think Lazar has got the physique to play the number one and go more than six games this year.
2: I've got him right now, currently stated playing about 12 games, 960 yards. Not bad.
3: You're the optimistic one.
2: Between Always. Us. This is why we get together. <laughs> but out I'm of all
0: our, at the out of, of our mind. wide
2: receivers out of all of our <laughs> wide receivers he is to me the only one who has that ceiling is what I'm trying to get at
3: yeah okay yep yeah. uh I, I see Dobbs ceiling this year 80 catches close to a thousand yards maybe he breaks a thousand yards but it'll be like a thousand one or a thousand two you know where he just barely breaks it and I think 10 touchdowns
2: all right, so let's play let's play a game. Dobbs versus Lazard. Dobbs will have a better season. Catches and yards and touchdowns, all three categories.
3: Straight across the board. All
2: right. I mean and it won't be it won't be
3: tight. It, it won't be close.
2: I mean Jeremy. Be close. Jeremy. Put Jeremy it on Mark the board down. in memory of ah!
3: The board
2: in, in memory of Mr. Matthew Barry, who did get me into fantasy football. And then he became an old curmudgeon and just repeated stupid stats that didn't help me in fantasy, but it's okay. So put it I, on. The board. I
3: think, I think Dobbs has a better season than Lazard, And okay, I think, it, I, I think it's, I think it's night and day different. Like you're going to look okay. at two stats and go, Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and I'm, and I'm not saying that, that Lazard can't do it. I don't think he's just ready just yet, but I think that Dobbs, is already surpassed with skill level, speed, his matureness, his route running, already what Lazar could do. And I think Lazar sees the writing on the wall, and that's why he's standing beside Aaron Rodgers hand in hand. And oh Aaron, you're my pal, target me 20 times a game. Woo woo, woo. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna get a chance. And here's here's two reasons why. Number one, Dobbs has got the skills to pay the bills. Okay. And number two, Dobbs is wearing 87. That's
2: Geordie's old number. So remember that Lazard, here's a, here's a prediction for you. Lazard's not going to be on the team next year.
3: Oh, <laughs> I think so, too. I think so, too. I think this is Lazard's last year. And you know what? You know what, buddy? Jordan Love's looking pretty good out there. He's got quite a bit of zip on the ball. He's putting the ball exactly where it needs to be. He's starting to just grip it and rip it. Jordan Love's looking pretty good out there. I'm starting to get excited. I'm starting to get excited about Jordan Love too. Me and I'm too. starting to think one more year if you're sitting like this. So this has got to be Rogers last year. This is got to
2: be. We're also, you're also cracking beers and ranting and I'm also about to go on to number four, but yes, I agree that Jordan Love, the majority of the notes coming out of camp have been not it's, I'm not going to say positive, but they are, but it's, there's a progression in what we're hearing from him, which we had not heard the last few years, and a lot of it has to do with confidence. A lot of it has to do with the fact that it's not COVID, just sitting in meetings and Zoom meetings and not practicing. I'm excited to see him because he's going to play a lot this preseason, a lot this yeah. preseason.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to see an awful lot of Jordan Love. And you, know you want to hear?
2: You, you know want to hear what? Vikings fans? When he starts tearing it up in preseason and they Bears suck. fans, when they just they see suck. him tear it up and now we can start talking shit like, oh, look what's waiting in the wings, motherfuckers. Oh, looks like we got three quarterbacks in a row. And then they'll say the lamest thing. "Uh,
3: oh,
0: 50 years of MVP play and you only got two Super Bowls.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: or they say 30 years of MVP play and you only got two Super Bowls. And I always respond back 50 plus years in the NFL and you've got one Bears fans. Zero for the other two yahoos. Go to the playoffs. Go to a playoff game. You don't even have to win a playoff game. Go to the playoffs. Then uh, then talk some trash. You need to sit with the other Lions fans right now and shut the hell up.
2: Here, let's do something. Let's take a break.
3: Let's do it. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt.
2: Bruce and Matt.
3: Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce.
2: Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders.
3: We're listening to my dad and his friend Bruce on Packers Without Borders. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcast.
2: And don't forget to follow us on Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders for some exclusive content behind the scenes. Check out our merchandise on TeePublic, Packers Without Borders.
3: Peace! Go Pack Go! You need to. Hey, oh! Oh! <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs>
2: Love it! <Price. laughs>
3: is packers without borders guys tune in great show it's not just about football and we're back you want a dirty joke yeah i'll give you a dirty joke
2: i got a couple of them for you later do you i do well not me i'm gonna invite a special guest onto the show oh are you yeah i am oh
3: wow cool all right what did cinderella say when she got to the ball Uh, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible.
2: So do you want to start with the Bears still suck or fuck the Vikings?
3: Fuck them all, man. Let me tell you, I love to hear when Bears fans are like, oh, no, Justin Fields is the guy for sure. I know for 50-plus years we've never had a
0: quarterback,
3: and every year we say this is the quarterback, but for reals this time, yo.
2: (laughs) I've got – I did a I I did something this off season where I played rugby with a guy named Kiko. Shout out to Kiko. Guy was Kiko. really good rugby. Kiko, what's up, bro? That dude is a fucking Bears homer. Like oh. he has he is the turtle optimist who keeps yeah. tweeting shit where I'm like you have so much hope and then obviously there like he invited Mama Bear who's you apparently so like
3: it's just, That's the worst, is we're getting off on the fact that, oh, look how hopeful they are. Let's he's watch.
2: So, he's so cute. He's so cute, dude, because he's like a little three-year-old that has no idea what's coming. There's like, he already coming. bet me. He already bet me that they're winning more than six games. Wrong. So then, like, I start giving him, like, legit stat. He's like, okay, this guy knows his shit. So then he brings in Mama Bear, who I go, and I was like, okay, Mama Bear. More than six games. Let's bet. Let's play. She's like, oh, I don't bet. Uh-huh. You don't bet. Come on. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. But the tweets, oh, Justin Fields, just wait, just wait, just wait. What happened? Here. You, we just, during the break, while I went to go get a beer. I
3: showed you a video where <laughs> he had a guy wide open in practice on a seven-on-seven. Seven. Defense dropped the ball. Imagine that. Bears Defense leaving a wide receiver all alone. <laughs> Weird. So they never do that, dude. So <laughs> he overthrows the guy by 10 yards.
2: They're dude, it hit – like he's in the back of the end zone and it literally hit the car that was par- – his own car yeah. in the parking lot.
3: Six streets over. <laughs> 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 they have got so much hope. It's like watching Antelope drinking from the water and you're listening to Richard Attenborough – there's the amazing antelope, drink from the water. You're like, any second now, any second now, crocodile's going to grab one by the face. Any
2: Where's the fucking now, lion? Where's the fucking lioness?
3: <laughs> okay, so a Bears fan and a Vikings fan go hunting, okay? Mm-hmm, and they're mm-hmm. both bragging about who's better, Vikings, Bears, Vikings, Bears. We know every oh, – so they get out in the woods and they, they see a set of tracks. And the Vikings fan says, those are moose tracks. And the Bears fan says, "You you've got no idea. He says, those aren't moose tracks. Those are deer tracks. And the Vikings fan says, you guys are ridiculous. You only won one Super Bowl. He said, those aren't deer tracks. Those are moose tracks, you idiot. The Bears fan turns and he says to him, those are not moose tracks. You imbecile that has never won a Super Bowl. Those are deer tracks. And then they got hit by a train.
2: You know, I just figured something out. And I think the mayor of Chicago figured this out because you know that why the Vikings landed,
3: that joke landed like nowhere. No, yeah. I, I I moved
2: I moved straight on to the next one. I didn't he's even like, let it land. Like,
1: you, you, yeah. There's like
2: weather. There's like weather and you're still circling around waiting to land.
3: Seatbelt <laughs> sign's still on. Oxygen comes down. Damn it.
2: So, you know why the Vikings play in a dome, right? <laughs> I did. I blew by it.
3: Oh, that was some of my best stuff.
2: It was good, hey, but not that. They got hit Bob. a
3: train. They were arguing over it was train tracks because they don't know any better because they're stupid I got you. fans.
2: You don't, if you have to explain it, it's a great joke. <laughs> Take it from a guy with a lot of fucking experience. Oh, you that just came spit on my up nose. Your... Yes, it that did. Came on my nose. You're welcome. Oh, clear up those COVID sinuses.
3: The dog's licking it
2: up. It's okay. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> she
3: can have a little beer. She's old enough. <laughs>
2: <laughs> why do the Vikings play in a dome? Uh, I don't know why. Cause God doesn't even want to see him play. Yeah, no shit.
3: <laughs> you know why they can't eat cereal? Why? when they get get close to a bowl, they choke.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And the mayor of Chicago has officially a source really close to me. The mayor of Chicago let me know that she wants to put the Bears in a dome. I wonder why.
3: Because they don't even want to see them. You can't put the Bears in a dome. That's Soldier Field. Let me tell you, as much as I rag on the Bears, if I had to choose any other team to root for, I would root for the Bears. I have a Walter Payton jersey. I have a Bears hat. There's nothing wrong with the bears other than they're so full of hope and there's just no, that isn't a light at the end of the tunnel. That's a train and Justin Fields ain't it. And love is going to surpass Justin Fields. And they're going to, since 1986, this is going to be our year.
2: <laughs> well, dude, I heard just recently that the Vikings has set up a crisis line, like a hotline. Uh-oh. Yeah. oh. Yeah. You know what the phone number is? Huh? one eight hundred ten ten ten. Again, that number is one eight hundred one nothing. One nothing one nothing
3: terrible because they won nothing.
2: <laughs> Boom shakalaka.
3: All right, that was a good one.
2: Thank you. I appreciate one. it. All right. Ah!
3: Matthew. Yeah? Is that Batman? I had to put Bruce in the closet. Bruce has always been in the closet. Take a look at his outfits.
1: (laughs) He wears the same shirts you do.
3: (laughs) No. (laughs) No. All right, yeah. You know what's funny is I almost wore that one today and I decided to go with this one. Okay. What's up, Batman?
1: can you invite the Riddler on the show? Let
3: me see if I can get Hold on. Let me see if I can get him on here. I'll put him on speakerphone here. Here we go. Let's see if I can get him on. OK. Here we go. Ah, uh, yes, hello? Uh, Riddler, it's uh, Matt. Uh, Batman is uh, wondering. I'll be right there. Oh, he's on his way. Fantastic. <laughs> Apparently, uh, he knows who you are. OK.
0: Hello, Batman. I've been smoking a lot of weed, so I'm ready for whatever you've got.
3: I'm super excited to
1: turn the tables on you, Riddler.
0: I can tell by the bulge. I... <laughs> it doesn't hide in your bat suit. Is that a batarang, or, or you just happy to see me? <laughs>
1: I should not have prepared you prior to this by letting you know this was happening.
0: I don't think so.
1: (laughs) All right. Riddler. Riddler! Yes? What do you call me when I leave church?
0: I don't know. Christian Bale. Oh, totally power. Batman! You're gonna rule me? You're going to rue the day, Batman.
1: How does my mother call me to dinner?
0: With a dinner bell.
1: Dinner, 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 Batman!
0: Terrible. <laughs> oh, that's so bad.
1: Why didn't my... <laughs> Why did my first date go so badly?
0: Partly because of your voice.
1: Because I have bad breath.
0: You know, Batman, I have this feeling like your riddles are not like my riddles, Batman. I think that your riddles are more like PG dad approved.
1: Possibly. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Emmy, Emmy winning stuff here, folks. <laughs> Emmy.
1: What is my favorite part of a joke? The The beginning. The punchline. Oh, God, Zooks. <laughs> <laughs> I, <just joked>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I killed him. I successfully killed him. I poisoned his session beers, you see. I We played the deer, the beer hunter. I poisoned one of the twelve and a new sooner later.
1: Foam came, foam came into my mouth. I apologize for nothing.
0: Who's Foam? Is he another villain? Foam?
1: <laughs> Apparently he's deadly.
0: He came into your mouth, uh, did he? he did. What kind of relationship do you have with him, Batman? Now oh, I'm jealous.
1: You're still my favorite
0: I I want to come in your mouth
1: (laughs) What do I usually put in my drinks, Riddler? Semen. (laughs) Straight to the semen Just like I do with (laughs) your jokes (laughs) But no Hmm. I just put Yes, just ice Justice
3: Oh And you didn't like my hit (laughs) by the railroad track on the train. Shouldn't have let that one land.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hold (laughs) on. Hold on, on,
0: man. You're not cleared for
1: takeoff. I apologize. (laughs) Are we ready?
0: All right, then.
1: All right. What do you get when you combine Robin with a Vitamix?
0: I have no idea.
1: Robin And the boy blunder.
0: Boy blunder. When (laughs) will these become jokes? Ten minutes ago. (laughs) You should try telling twenty (laughs) ones.
1: Once again, how does my mother call me for dinner?
0: Dinner, 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 dinner.
1: Batman! Wrong. She doesn't call me to dinner. I have a butler.
0: And your mother's dead.
1: And I'm spent.
0: (laughs) Yes. Your mother was shot selling her toys behind the opera house.
1: (laughs) Was Was it a kitchen? No. Yes.
0: Or was it a toy? It was the Butterfinger. The Butterfinger. The
1: bat. (laughs) We were on the same page.
2: (laughs) I believe now, Batman. Sam! (laughs) Batman, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing, man? Good God. What? Get out of here! Why do you use his mouth?
1: (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) What does Batman say when he gets to the ball? (laughs) <laughs> apparently with his buddy foam uh...
1: <laughs> is that the bat phone or are you just happy to see me <laughs>
0: is that a batarang <laughs> you're happy to see me
1: <laughs> Batman doesn't have a curve in his penis <laughs> well that's
0: because he uses both hands at once <laughs> in a praying motion
1: and it's officially off the rails. And why am I talking like Batman
3: if he's gone? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Emmy winning stuff, folks. Emmy, Emmy winning. Oh, you won't get this on other podcasts
0: because that's serious.
1: They don't have balls.
3: <laughs> no. No, they don't. They're a lot of them are ballless nerds. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: wow. Woo-hoo! Shot across the bow.
1: <laughs> Shut across the bat.
3: Let me tell you, you know, if it wasn't for this goddamn international border, I would be roaming the states.
2: <laughs> all right, all right. There's a long joke here. Uh, a picking of it's called picking a fight. Should I read it? It's probably going to be terrible. I've never read it in my life. Okay. Do you want picking a fight? Four Corners. I know which one you're going to pick. Three Women.
3: Three Women.
2: Or, or Poison Ivy <laughs> Three and, women. Har- and Harley Three women. Quinn. All Three right. Women. All right. <laughs> Three Women. Twice. In- should, I, should I do it in a Batman voice or normal voice?
0: No, you should do it in a Donald Duck voice.
2: I can't do that. Only you do that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh
3: boy, today we're going to find Minnie's G-Spot Hot Dog. (laughs) This is gold. Oh, Kermie, you slut.
2: Oh, Piggy, you slut. Mm, I love it when you
3: smell like bacon. Oh, Kermie.
2: Tony, we're going to have to do a whole show of you just doing voices. I should probably just do an interview of all of your voices.
3: I don't want to talk to you. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. (laughs)
2: right this is probably going to be terrible and i'm probably going to fuck it up but here we go all right here we go three women three one engaged yep one married yep and one mistress Uh uh-oh they're chatting about their relationships and decided to amaze their men yeah all three buy black leather bras okay stiletto heels
3: oh this is good
2: and masks for their eyes yeah After a few days, they meet over lunch to compare notes. The engaged woman says, The other night my boyfriend came over. He found me in the black leather bodice, tall stilettos and a mask. He said, Are you the woman of my life? I love you. Then we made love all night long. Mm. The mistress says, I met my lover in his office, and I was wearing the leather bodice, heels, mask over my eyes, and a raincoat. Ooh. When I opened the raincoat, he didn't say a word. But we had wild sex that night. Hmm. The married woman says, I sent my kids to my mother's house all excited about having alone time with my husband. Had the lights dim, candles going. I was wearing the leather bodice, black stockings, stiletto heels, and a mask over my eyes. As soon as he came to the door and saw me and said, what's for dinner, Batman? (laughs) That's a good one. All right. You know,
3: I've got a joke to uh, end the show. It's uh, it's about three women too. So three prostitutes are all standing around uh, beginning of their shift and they're talking. And the first prostitute says, you know, last night I met a lawyer and after we had sex, Uh, he was so happy that he told me that if I ever get into any legal trouble that he'll take care of it for free, I should just call him. And the second one goes, that's nothing." last night I met a doctor and we had such amazing sex that afterwards he said, if I ever have any medical issues at all, I can come to him. He'll take care of them for free. The third one goes last night. I met a farmer and they go, yeah. And she goes, yeah, first it was too wet. Then it was too dry. Then he wanted the government to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, terrible.
2: If you All like right. our jokes, if you like our show, Packers Without Borders slash Patreon or patreon.com slash Packers Without Borders, give us a dollar. I didn't see anybody give us a dollar. What the fuck? Give us a what dollar.
3: What
2: the hell, man? What the We're hell? Good. Seriously? We're good.
3: You give a dollar to the homeless guy. Does the homeless guy entertain you for three hours a week? Does he? Does he for a dollar? Because if he does,
2: help <laughs> <Call me>, him. <laughs> Where, what me. corner?
3: Drop a pin. The corner a pin on the Google map for me.
2: The corner of Fifth and X.
3: <laughs> the, cor- the corner of Bat and Man. Okay. <laughs> Don't forget if you got any questions for us, you can send them to us at without Borders at Outlook.com. That's all one word. Don't f- and you can find us on Twitter at Borders Packers, Facebook, Packers Without Borders, YouTube, Packers Without Borders, and Instagram. Bruce has just been feeding that Instagram feed like 15 times a day. He he instagrams like a 12-year-old girl. It's perfect. Packers Without Borders. Uh, We have our YouTube page. We've got uh, our peach tree or, yeah, our tea tree. We've got uh, shirts and cups and nut holders. Tea Public. Tea Public. That's what it is. That's right. Don't forget about Tea Public.
2: So we'll have the first renders of our new shirts tomorrow. That's right.
3: And then, uh, you know, we've got a special – Roundtable edition of uh, packers without borders this is from the brainchild of the one and only bruce edmonds in el paso texas and uh we're going to have a bunch of special guests on here you're not going to want to miss this we've got some pretty big headliners going to be on and uh, we're going to talk about packers uh, spring training camp we're going to talk about who's in who's out what our best guesses are and of course what dress are you wearing to the big dance saturday night
2: i'm so excited for that and we've got one more spot Remaining for the fantasy. Uno football league
3: from Dos Papas Fantasy Football League. Welcome to Fantasy Island. It's going to be great, man. I don't know. What, what are we going to make somebody do for the final spot?
2: I really want to do haikus, man. I know you
3: want to do a haiku, but I've been asking, asking for haikus. Up. I don't know what a haiku is.
2: Five, seven, five. Five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. Can you do a poem? Can you do a poem? Can you do a poem?
3: This is, roses are red, violets are blue, I love beet jerky, and I suck at poems.
2: Ro- <laughs> roses are red. violets. one word. Violets are, it's bi-lits syllables. Are, oh. Syllables. Okay. Syllables. Violets right. are blue. That's four. You don't know haiku. <laughs> <laughs> so go dig <take> a poop. <laughs> Something, so I, it's it's a special spot. We've got several we, we people reaching this? out to us. Oh, go, what if we said go. this? What if we said this? And we I, read I it on Saturday. In. And we read it, it just, on Saturday.
3: We read it on Saturday. No, this is what we do. This is what we do. All right. Saturday we have another sports trivia question. This is how you get us your answer. I want to see you wearing a Green Bay Packers jersey, holding up a piece of paper with the answer on it. I want a picture.
2: Last yeah. one in. With a haiku for extra points. With
3: the, with the and if you know any other Japanese words. <laughs> haiku you're welcome okay <laughs> haiku bless, oh, you. bless you oh bless you oh god bless you all right brother we will see you uh on the flippity flop and uh then we'll see you again this this week's gonna have a great maybe we just put the round table on uh patreon for a little while
2: might be a good idea
3: might be a little bit of a good idea, force you guys to actually spend a dollar. I mean, you're buying uh can I get a triple latte mote cafe with uh half calf, decaf, with light foam, extra sprinkles, two shots of mocha and caramel with salt and pepper, please. Yeah, just in event.
2: Yeah, just okay? eighty-six
3: you're gonna you're gonna spend
2: not- eighty-six the double shot, save the dollar, give it to us.
3: Or how about be a man and just drink coffee? How about that?
2: Or leave a review on iTunes, Spotify. Stitcher. Anywhere you listen to your favorite Five podcasts. star
3: review because because when you leave a review, it leaves your address. So a five-star review, it doesn't leave your address. It, no,
2: it doesn't leave anything. <laughs> it
3: doesn't. It doesn't even leave your name. But we appreciate it. Which reminds me, I need to put another I need to put another uh, five star review up there for us. What's that? Six in a row? <laughs>
2: <laughs> right on, brother. Peace. A lot of fun. These these late night ones are fun. I'm telling you. Peace. Go Paco. This has been Packers Without Borders.
3: Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go.
2: Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide. Cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego.
3: Unjustifiably
1: in a position that I'd rather not be in Outside interference, yeah I'm living in a nightmare But the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah I am the cream, yeah, let me say it to yeah. you Let me say it out loud The cream of the crop I am the cream I am the cream, yeah The cream of the crop I'm on my way On balance, off balance, doesn't matter Nobody does it better.